Welcome to Earthscaper Podcast. I'm Kevin. And I'm Nanette. This is a podcast about our traveling adventures. Reviews on movies and food. And and music. music. Top of the morning, Earthscapers. That's right. (laughs) And our best Irish accent. We loved doing that the last few days, didn't we? We did. We, <laughs> we started getting into yeah, it. Yeah, we got accustomed to their language. We did. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. They talk really fast. Yeah, they do. So, have to ask them to slow down a little bit. And uh, it is our last day in Ireland. Yep. Kind of sad, but we have a new adventure. Yes, we do. For the next seven days. We're going to Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! exciting we did we did seven days in scotland but before we get to that let's talk about our last day in ireland we decided we were going to go back to camac campgrounds where we camped the first two nights when we got into ireland Mm -hmm. because it was nice clean yeah close to the airport yeah i finally got a shower yep you figured out the tokens (laughs) (laughs) well it's not easy nobody tells you yeah it was, um, let me see here. Let me look at my notes. So we, it says we had rain come in about 1230 and it rained off and on that day. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. And then we did sleep in a little bit because it was just kind of a wind down day. We were trying to rejuvenate ourselves for this next seven days coming up. And plus we had to pack and reorganize everything because we were going to fly obviously over to scotland so we took it easy we went to a little place called moreland cafe where we got some great soup and sandwiches and some great dessert and just looked around town kind of window shopped and drove around and saw scenery i did make you stop and get some wool off the fences where the sheep rub up against it we had to we had to. So we brought back a little bit of wool. I don't know if you're allowed to do that, I but we oh, did. Yeah, we did. Anyway. Yeah. I don't think that's considered bringing an animal back, right? No. <laughs> we did make plans. We were going to go see the New Grange, if that's how you say it, tomb. Again, this is a lesson learned to always check your times and your dates because when we got there, they weren't closed yet, but they had already taken their last visitors for the tour so we missed that but that's okay we can always go back and there are tons to do we never made it to the northern part of ireland unfortunately another trip yeah (laughs) just with the driving it's not like you're on expressways like we explained before you'd have to take a full month to just see you know you probably wouldn't even see as much you know i mean it takes so long this is yeah, see what you're wanting to see. So just. Yeah, I think it would too. Well, we went to bed early, tried to get some rest. To yeah, we had a big week ahead of us. We did, and we had to be at the airport about 8 o'clock in the morning. So I think we set the alarm for about, was it like 5 or 5.30? I don't know. I was up at 4, 3.30, <laughs> somewhere around there. You were up at 3, 3.30 every morning, yes, weren't I you? Was. There is a six-hour difference, so. Yeah. I can understand that. 
Well, let's see. When we woke up that morning to go to Scotland, it was very overcast, rainy, about 52 degrees or so. And it rained the hardest it had rained the entire time we were there. I was a little worried about the tent, but it proved to be absolutely amazing. Not one drop inside, no dew. It was an awesome tent. I give kudos to the place that we rented our equipment, and we'll do another podcast about that. Yes, and- it was top of the line. I mean, it was, you know, for the pros, actually, you know. It was like a... It was for the pros. Know, yeah, it was like an eight, $900 tent, so... Yes, it was. Well, we woke up, and we didn't do breakfast or anything. We had everything pretty much packed from the night before just had a few loose ends to tie up and pack up the tent and because it was wet you know we tried to get as much of the rain off of it as we could but we knew we'd set it up as soon as we got over to Scotland and it would dry out but we get everything packed up and get into the car guess what it won't start Mm. I I can laugh about it now. <laughs> we weren't laughing then, were we? No, we weren't. We both looked at each other and we were like, what are we going to do? And we had like how long to get to the airport? I think it was six o'clock. So we had like two hours. Wow, yeah. And we wanted to be there obviously an hour ahead of time. And we had no idea. Here we are at a campsite There are no jumper cables in the car. It's six o'clock in the morning, nobody's awake. We just didn't know what to do. So we went to the office. They were open, or at least somebody was in there. That same guy that wouldn't give us the exchange of the fuel containers. (laughs) But anyway, he did not have any cables, although he looked, he didn't have any, told us to go find some guy that was working on a boiler in a black kind of van never did find him i have no idea but we walked around the campground it sounds like a horror movie it does <laughs> some guy working on a boiler well, at least it wasn't the white creepy van mm. that's that's the creepy one well we never did find that guy but we we did end up after going halfway through the campsite we did find a young woman that had some friends that were staying at the campground so there's a whole bunch of them staying there they were just on separate sites they ended up having jumper cables so they were able to give us a jump and lo and behold it started i i was sweating i i just was about ready to cry because i just did not know what we were going to do i didn't know what would we have done probably stayed another week We had the time. (laughs) I guess we would have called an Uber and then called the rental company and said, Hey, your car's back at (laughs) Camac. That was scary. And sweating, wanting to cry, just didn't know what to do. But thank God it all worked out. We made it to the car rental place. However... Was that the place that was closed when we got there? And we had to find... 
Oh no, they took. I know what it was. They, um, they showed us where to go through the gates, but to the wrong place, and we had to turn around and back up. There were like several buildings behind the gate, mm-hmm. and remember, it ended up being that little yellow yeah. building. You would yeah. have no idea that this was even a business. But anyway, we go through the gate, went way past it, and we're like, "Where is this?" A- anyway, it doesn't matter. We found it. It just added to the the stress but we made it thank god and off to scotland we went yes that was awesome yeah that was a smooth smooth flight yeah it was good it was and and our bags were free (laughs) to check (laughs) that might not sound important but it is when they're 60 dollars a bag Mm -hmm. and you want to make sure this will be on another podcast that when you do buy your tickets that you do each get a checked bag not just one person so make sure you you do that well we get on the plane it wasn't too bad of a ride i thought it was pretty good it um it was uneventful i guess so nothing major there Mm -hmm. so we arrived in scotland We got our bags like, you know, you're supposed to. And then we had to call and tell the rental car company that we had arrived so they could send the shuttle to pick us up. Now, that was a little bit, I wouldn't say a fiasco, but that added a little bit of stress to the beginning of our trip because they told us that there were these stations and they were one through ten. And they were going to be at station one. Mm. For the love of God, we could not find station one. We found two through ten. Remember how it was all lined up and they Mm -hmm. had the sign, a big two. Mm -hmm. First of all, it was stressful finding the stations. Oh, yeah. It was. Airport's kind of big and confusing. Mm. But we found two through ten and we could not find one. So I had to call them. And I felt really stupid because when the lady answered the phone and I told her what was going on, she said, face the two station. So I faced the two station. I said, okay, I'm facing. And she said, turn around. And when I turned around, it was behind. It, But it was so odd. Why would station one be behind station two, but yet all the other ones are straight in a row with station two? I don't know. It didn't make sense. But anyway, it worked out. It just was a little stressful. And we got one of those carts that you put your bags on. And one of the bags kept falling off. And it's just that kind of stuff. It just kind of did not, you know, start off. And plus it was hot. Exactly, yeah. Oh, it was hot. It was. But um, anyway, that, that worked out. We made it. We got our little rental car, which was a Ford Fiesta looked band uh looked brand spanking new Mm -hmm. it was a little red car and same thing it was a stick so that was good and by this time we were starving 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 so we went to a place called ratho park remember that yes yeah it was a nice place it was pretty busy i think a lot of people must go there from the airport because there was a tour bus there it's very close 
we actually decided we were going to try crispy haggis balls. Mm. <laughs> if you do not know what haggis is, you need to look that up. It will gross you out. I'm just going to forewarn you right now. I won't go into what haggis is, but you can look it up. Just know that I gave you fair warning. They actually weren't bad. What did you think of them? I didn't care too much, but it was something different. You know, yeah. we tried something we'd never had before, you know. but I think that was kind of the point, too. Yeah. That's one of their traditional main dishes yeah right so we we knew we were gonna at least try it now the crispy haggis balls are not the traditional dish that they make with haggis the haggis i think they make more of like kind of like a casserole with um potatoes and a gravy but this was close enough it came with like a mustard dip not I wouldn't say honey mustard but not complete mustard and so you dipped it in there they weren't bad I don't think they were bad at all I ended up having um, fish and chips because you know you got to get fish and chips when you're in Scotland they were awesome Mm -hmm. I don't know what you had I don't remember what you had I think I had chicken something oh I know what you had wasn't it a goat no, it no. was um, steak and ale pie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, that, yep. I'm glad I made notes because I'd never yeah, be able too. to remember this they stuff. They had so much, the variety when we went there. So I mean. They did. They did. Well, that was your steak and ale pie. It yeah. was like a bowl of stew meat or like the beef cubes with gravy. And then it had like a light, fluffy croissant on the top of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was good. That mm-hmm. was really and then after that, uh, we looked up some campground places because I think what we did, if I remember correctly, I had a campground picked out and we decided to change our itinerary a little bit. So we ended up um, going to another place. However, before that, as I was calling, every place was booked. And I think we were both just looking at each other like, oh, we're mm-hmm. going to end up sleeping in the car. Mm-hmm. But we found a place called Morton Hall Caravan Park. Oh, my goodness, was that place beautiful. That place just topped the list. It had horses. It had oxes no not oxes what um oh yaks that's what they were called yaks they're also known as hairy coos which i find absolutely hilarious but well that concludes our first day in scotland and our last day in ireland stay tuned for our next episodes where we will continue our adventures in Scotland. As we say, make memories, not excuses. (laughs) 